people of the world, hello and welcome to the Brothers Talk with your hosts, Rod, Scott, and Norm, where our purpose is a simple one. Tune into our weekly podcast each Friday, wherever you listen to your favorite programs or on this website to hear us, three black, unfiltered African-American men with no strings attached, giving voice as the most feared, most misunderstood, and most rarely heard from segment of the population on topics of interest to us for education, enlightenment, and entertainment. To reach us with your comments, questions, and suggestions, we're at The Brothers Talk on Twitter, The Brothers Talk on Instagram, the Facebook group of the same name, and if you care to share in more detail, hit us up at the email address, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. Also, stay tuned for details about our upcoming news and perspective show on Millennium TV's M24 streaming news station. It's our second show of 2021, and like you, we're all cautiously optimistic about what's going to happen, but we're committed to continuing to stir the pot of critical thinking. We hope that more of you are not only focusing your efforts on expanding your knowledge and perspectives, but also challenging and engaging more of those that you interact with to do the same. As always, we invite you to join the conversation in our online Facebook groups, The Brothers Talk. Hashtag Black Dollars Matter and relaunching Black Wall Street nationwide with our ongoing emphasis on Black socioeconomic empowerment. There's absolutely nothing that we can't do by the grace of God if we set our minds to it. We can establish our own moral high ground and take back control of our communities using our dollars to own and rebuild businesses and infrastructure so that we are less dependent on other ethnic groups. Instead of them preying on us to enrich themselves at our expense, we can make them see us as equal partners at the table. So let's buy black and let's make it a reality in 2021. Before we get to this week's conversation, a sobering word about hunger, because I saw an interview today with the leader of one of the nation's top food banks that was forecasting as many as 50 million people facing starvation, including 17 million children in this country. This is both a sin and a shame any way you look at it. And so for all of us who can, please search out your local food bank. And as the head of Feeding America said, If you can't give money, then volunteer, which also brings us back to the organization headed by one of our recent guests, Chef Dion Kakuta, the Disabled Combat Veterans Youth Program, who are providing food for thousands of northern New Jersey families using only donations and volunteers. Check them out at dcvyp.org. And let's do what we can to help while we demand that our government do better. That's DCVYP for Disabled Combat Veterans Youth Program.org. Why are we prioritizing billions in military foreign aid over starving children? We can do better. So, government, let's make your feet meet the fire. And now to my brothers in the struggle, Scott and Norm. Hey, family. I hope you all had a wonderful, safe, productive, and relaxing holiday weekend. Keep supporting black businesses. Stay safe. We don't know where this is going in terms of the vaccine. We don't know how long this pandemic is going to go on, but you still got to be do your due diligence, wear a mask, practice social distancing, and be safe and cautious. Yes, community. Remember, Black-on-Black businesses are still suffering, like we all are, so we all want to pay attention and make sure that we're giving them the best and and the the most business we can possibly give them, because that's what's going to really develop our community. And regarding the new year, we definitely have to be on top of these Democrats and making sure that they're holding up their end of the bargain here. This week, we're going to talk about the dumbing down of America. Since 1980, the dawn of Reaganomics, 
One of the key components that has been continuously implemented is the undermining of the educational system in the United States. Nearly every year for the past 40, there have been constant cuts, challenges, and underfunding of education in this country. As much as there was a Southern strategy to promote racism and classism by the Republicans that began in the 60s that was designed to undercut civil rights efforts, the efforts to dumb down the country are proven just as catastrophic in being the integral facilitator to systemic structural racism. It began with baiting people with the promise of lower taxes, especially property taxes, by scapegoating urban areas, claiming the money that was being unfairly allocated to welfare programs that would be returned to white suburbanites. And we know that was code speak for not mentioning it, but they were literally in the process of cutting school budgets. These same systems that in my mind handle our most precious cargo, the young developing minds of future generations that have never been paid for teachers to have the kind of money that they should get in accordance with the great responsibility. Not only did they see their salaries not keep pace with the cost of living, but they actually saw teachers using their already strained personal incomes to augment the limited resources necessary to do their jobs. Now, of course, the bureaucracy that was diverting public funds to private businesses to enrich themselves, they were very well compensated. But the frontline workers were being continuously squeezed to the point that many of the best and brightest no longer saw education as a financially solvent profession. And that also included many who simply couldn't afford to remain in those careers. And they left. God bless the really good and committed ones who sacrificed and remained. But that also meant that far too many of those who chose the field were those who basically who couldn't do anything else. The result is that after effectively two generations born and matriculated under this educational crisis, we see people too stupid to be able to process sinful information like staying home, wearing a mask, or listening to science to keep from killing themselves and their family members. People who mindlessly need to follow slogans that they don't even understand. Ask the average person to explain any slogan like MAGA or Build Back Better and watch the fear followed by an idiotic response. Worse yet, look at how widespread the entertainment value of so-called reality TV that emphasizes truly ignorant behavior and talk from its stars. It's how we got a nation that some 73 million people of every demographic group voted for a self-identified sociopathic narcissist who told them from the get-go that he was only interested in anything that benefited him first. Literally, 73 million people, that's 28.6% of the population, almost 30% of the adult population that is too stupid to understand that racism is costing the country trillions in lost opportunities in lending, the lack of spending due to the wealth gap, emergency room treatment, and lawsuit settlements. But somehow the stupidity of racism has them listening to a guy while ignoring his actions of stealing from them, insulting them, committing treason, and even lying right to their faces. And all the while, they're not only defending him and giving him more of whatever income they have, but they're willing now to go out and support and commit violence on his behalf. How much dumber can you get? Guys, I know there's a lot to unpack there, but I had to get that out of my system because I refuse to carry all of that over into the new year. Well said, Rod. You know, when you started talking about how America has been dumbed down, we've had this conversation before. One of the things that's evident to me is that we have a situation where when you go to your doctor, 
and the doctor make a diagnosis and they give you a recommendation of the type of treatment you should follow. And usually you follow that treatment almost all the time, 100%. If, if you go there and you have a respiratory problem, the doctor say, hey, you know what? If the doctor tell you you need to wear a mask, guess what? You're going to wear the mask for how long the doctor tell you to lift the period that the doctor tell you to wear the mask. But all of a sudden now, the doctors are pleading and begging for people to wear masks and social distance to protect themselves and other folks from this virus. And then we have a guy who's never, ever stepped foot or even opened a medical book telling them not to wear a mask, not to social distance. And they decide, I'm going to follow this guy and not the doctor. To me, that's that's what dumbing down America has really come to in a nutshell. My ignorance is just as good as your knowledge. We li- we're in a country literally where people believe that talking points are facts and they can't differentiate between the two. We're in a country where people don't read and most Americans really can't read even on the seventh grade level. So they're going to simply take information, good or bad, that sounds right to them and they're going to bet their lives on it. And, and that's what we have going on in this country. And you're right, because when you think about it, when they came out with slogan after slogan, like I remember when they went after John Kerry and they started calling him a flip flop. And so you couldn't get anybody who was supposedly going to vote for Bush to try to tell you what it was he flip flopped on. I mean, you would literally see interviews where they say, well, what what did he flip flop on? And they were like, well, I don't know, but he's a flip flopper. And then you got MAGA which is out there, and you ask anybody like, okay, well, what does it mean make America great again? And they can't tell you. They just like the sound of the words. And he stole that from something that Nixon and Reagan said years ago, and they didn't understand it really much better even back then. But now, like you said, Norm, it's really just about them just hearing and following blindly because they can't stop and form a complete thought. Yeah, this whole pandemic has just exposed the country and a big segment of the country, just how dumbed down they have become. I mean, really, what it looks like is just it's like a a Jim Jones coat where you have a bunch of adolescent people, but they happen to be adults who are blindly following someone who's telling them how high to jump, roll over, play dead, whatever. And they're doing it without even any thought. They're not even asking themselves, what has this person done to make America great again? You know, what, exactly what has he done? Why would you want four more years? When you, when you try to, when you talk to one of those folks and say, okay, why do you want four more years of this craziness? Oh, well, he's accomplished a lot, but they can't name anything that's been accomplished. They can't name anything that's helped their lives. They can't say how their lives are better than it was four years ago. None of that. They can't can't point to anything positive. But all they know is, for some reason, if this guy says the sky is red, they're ready to lay down their lives to defend him saying the sky is red when we all know it's blue. And what's really thrown gasoline on this fire is technology has given all of these stupid people a voice and access to other stupid people. So now what's really dangerous is you have groups of stupid people organizing and spreading the same ignorance as fact. And you're now getting your elected leaders who are among the stupid. It was bad enough to have the idiot in the White House who we everybody knew he was stupid. But now you have like congressmen and governors and senators 
who at some point used to be about having some degree of the ability to not only communicate, but to be educated enough to be able to think through complex issues and work out solutions that even if you didn't necessarily agree with them, you basically could understand how they came up with the the solution that they arrived at. But now you got guys that are just stupid to make it up as they go. Like the governor of Florida, you know, who's decided that he is going to circumvent the CDC measures for the vaccine. Or like my favorite is watching Brian Kemp down in Georgia and now seeing how what following 45 is done for him because 45 is calling for his head at every turn. Yeah. I mean, to me, the most profound thing about this whole situation, when we're talking about dumbing down and how stupid people are, is these, it, it, and, and we're not, this, this problem is not going to be solved, maybe not in our lifetime, because what's happening, you know, when you have kids in their formative years, you're the one developing, the parents are the ones developing those kids, their views on, on the world. So you have these dumb folks, these real dumb folks, they're having kids and they're indoctrinating their kids with the same kind of foolishness that they've been indoctrinated with. So it's a vicious cycle, just like they talk about, you know, you know, welfare mom and people calling this vicious cycle. You have these people are calling this vicious cycle. I'm not going to say where I was, but I witnessed it. I was in the store and I saw it and I was like, oh, my God, these people have kids and their kids are learning from them. So there's a vicious cycle here that I don't know how you break it. No, and we're not giving people access to real education. You know, we're not challenging our young people. We're not, we're not giving them as a society what they're really entitled to. And, and that's the shame here because there's so much wasted potential and it's wasted so that the 1% and corporate America can just grow richer. And, and that's the, and that's the real sad story here. And so I think one of the things we really have to get back to is creating an environment where education is valued and prized. And if we get to that place, then we also have to acknowledge that, well, if the ultimately God of this country is money, then we should be willing to pay for that which we prize. And if education is prized, then there should be the right kind of compensation for teachers to get them to be incented, the best and the brightest, who should find teaching not as a last gap source of employment, but as something to aspire to like it used to be before we got so consumed with money. So maybe we can get back to that stage of process and find ourselves at least on the road to having more of a future generation who is concerned with knowledge and not just the latest video game. Yeah, this whole thing about education, the whole education system been, has been broken for so long. It seems like it's been broken since integration. So the whole education system has to be revamped. And in doing so, I don't think it's going to happen. I had some some hopes, some high hopes when Biden got elected. And I thought that a black woman would be the ideal person to because they're going to say what needs to be said and do what needs to be done. Arnie Duncan was basically, you know, he was treated at the job like he was a celebrity. He's all on TV, playing in basketball tournaments, all this kind of thing. And then we have an idiot. We know we have somebody who doesn't even value education, who's the current secretary. So I was hoping that he was going to select a black woman because we have so many black 
black kids who fell through the cracks with this system that we, the current system that we have. But unfortunately, he, he decided to nominate this Hispanic guy. You know, I don't know what his background is. I don't know whether he's, I'm assuming that he's qualified, but I don't think that that's going to bode well for black folks. This system needs to be revamped in a way that when they do revamp it, they're going to have to be like, Roy, you mentioned something about incentivizing teachers. I think they're also going to have to do something to incentivize parents because not that I'm a great parent, I'm far from it, but I know right from wrong and I try to keep teach, try to keep teach my kids right from wrong. Some of these parents need some some parenting courses. There need to be some not courses, but there needs to be some mentorship in 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 terms of giving them the tools to help their kids. Because right now, kids aren't getting what they need they need from most of the parents. Parents can't help them. Parents can't even help them with basic math. You know, parents can't help them with basic reading, just basic stuff that they should be able to do. Parents can't help them with that. So there needs to be some programs put in place to incentivize parents to help their kids. And uh, Scott, Rod, I, I see technology as a real stumbling block here because, you know, our young people are so entertained. Our society is so entertained constantly with all of our devices. Today, they have access to way more information than we've ever had, yet they know less than we do. So we're going to have to figure out a way to use technology and entertain it in regards to educating our young people in the future. All right. Well, that'll do it for another conversation as we hope we've stoked your interest in bringing up the topic amongst your communities and families to just talk about the need to try to reestablish some credibility to the idea around knowledge and learning and critical thinking. For our positive Black experience of the week, I want to provide you with an update on my very favorable interaction with Goodway Bakery in Troy, New York. As I mentioned previously, their delivery system was victimized by the post office under 45's postmaster general who couldn't run anything but his mouth. So when I contacted them about the need to update their customer expectations, they not only adjusted their customer expectations, but they sent me a complimentary order that also arrived two days after the first one. And they were both absolutely fresh and absolutely delicious. So I want to give a shout out to Goodway Bakery in Troy, New York. You can find them online. And if you do order, tell them that you heard about it here on the Brothers Talk. So that's it for another edition. And until next time, we want to thank you for your time and all your feedback, all your support. And please be smart and be safe. And remember, you can follow us at the Brothers Talk on Twitter, Brothers Talk on Instagram, and the Facebook group of the same name. And if you want to share in more detail, hit us up on email, thebrotherstalk at gmail.com. So until next time, let's do better today because that's all we really have.